The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome to lunchtime. Good afternoon. What are all here? I am Juan, this portion of our program where we have a visit from one of my siblings, Donna Perry, is brought to you by Gilmore Furniture. Steve is a big fan of the program, and also the uh, sale continues at Gilmore Furniture. Stop in. The President's Day sale continues. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick. Everything is on sale. You can call Steve at 737-0100. But living rooms, recliners. Mattresses, get a new mattress right across from where Ann and Hope used to be, Post Road and Warwick, right off Route 37, right down the street from TF Green Airport, and you will find Gilmore Furniture. Free delivery, up to five years, no interest. American-made furniture in great service. It's Gilmore Furniture. Folks, as I said, she is uh, one of my siblings. Also happens to be a Massachusetts communication consultant. She has worked in media, in government, and uh, she is in studio with us for our uh, weekly visit, uh, Tuesdays with DJ, and it's Donna Perry. Good afternoon, Dee. Great to be here, JD. I want to start off. Um, I found uh, I could not get enough of reading the, um, the debate uh, aftermath of the complete debacle, which was the Bloomberg uh, debate performance. And I found that, you know, and they were so well written, you know, Mike Bloomberg spent $340 million carefully polished ads. The other Bloomberg stepped on stage in Wednesday's debate. He was ripped to shreds. I, I, am, was la- I even went back and was laughing out loud watching just how, like, right out of the box, he stepped on, even though the first question went to Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, to her credit, and I thought she was dead and buried, but it was like immediately welcome to the stage. Boom. You know, she treated him like uh, like it was President Trump on stage. Right. And what is so interesting about the dynamic and what it's done to the race is we go back to and I want to hear your thoughts on it. But, you know, I've been reading about it just like you have anyone that watched the debate. I mean, there was no way to even spin that. But what I find really interesting about this is. You know, it started with because Iowa screwed up. Yep. It kept more people in the race. What a lot of people don't recognize is these first contests are supposed to trim the field. And they do trim the field. Yeah. Right? Some people did leave. But because Iowa was not definitive, it left a lot of people in. Then that led to New Hampshire, where Bernie won big. But... Klobuchar did well. Yeah. So then she feels energized. And, you know, Mayor Pete obviously did well. At one point, he had the most delegates. So when they hit Nevada, um, there were more people in. Then you have Bloomberg step onto the stage. And I'm just laughing because when you think about it, I just... I, we've never seen, most of the time in these types of debates, because they're the same party, no one's that adversarial. But they are calling it perhaps like the worst beating anyone's ever taken in a debate. Well, I, I would just say that it's they don't consider him that he doesn't belong there. He doesn't. Um, yeah. That was projected. He doesn't belong. They, he has 
in the past been a Republican. I think they view him as, you know, you built a successful Wall Street business, more than successful. I mean, he's a multi, multi-billionaire. And, and I just think that was their mission to say, not so fast. Uh, is a, it's nice to throw ads around. You're not playing in our game. Right. You know, Warren certainly, like, it's like shoving a person into a, a, a trash can. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, you know, she that, was it, on fire. It, it was brutal. The, the only thing now, however, as keeps being pointed out, but she's coming in fourth. And yes. if, if she continues to think her role is, it's a dicey proposition for her. She raised a significant amount of money. I think you've mentioned it just by having that kind of a performance yes. and raising those issues and making them very awkward. Six issues. million immediately following the debate. I yeah. The days after six million, which for her, it's it's as you know, it's that's a huge haul. And we're going to talk about something else that has changed the dynamic is and it's it's of the past. You know, President Obama started it, but. The ability to raise money online. Now, you've worked for different candidates. It's always out there. Most of the time in the past, you have to locally, right? They have a time. You send out the invite. People have to send back a check. Yeah. This is different. In a moment's notice, boom, the online donations, it just happens and it fuels them. And and you know, Donna Perry, that's a huge part of why someone keeps going is because they have the money. Right, and it is. And the difference with someone like Bloomberg, and but why he's such a threat to them is because there is so many layers of doing that online fundraising effectively. Yes. Um, and her and Bernie have slaved over that for really, you know, a couple of years, or at yep. least Bernie has. So, number one, they have a deep resentment. He doesn't have to have that infrastructure. He's not doing it that way. Um, and, and, but you're right. Like it does a double thing. They raise money and JD in this era, it's expanding the list of who they're connected to, who they're corresponding to. Um, and I think Bernie has shown he has really mastered what the value of that is, which, and I know we'll get to this. I will tell you, I do come around to thinking which i think you really think this he could be a potent threat all the way through because he has actually electrified a base of people that possibly have never participated before right yes it's real he learned in my mind he learned more from running four years ago than he's given credit for if you start to look at the infrastructure they have they have huge latino uh, outreach, And I'm talking about, you know, Mayor Pete and Amy Klobuchar. Let's face it, Donna Perry. They're basically, it's stitched together. She was then trying to put, I, I don't see either one of them are built for the long haul. Right. Right. I, I, but with Sanders, because it's almost as if his campaign never ended in 16. Yep. He, he's stronger now than he was back then. But he has... That Texas rally, it was Saturday night. He didn't stay in Nevada. You and I were actually texting back and forth. The only place you see that type of excitement was maybe when President Trump was winning. Yeah. Or you go back to when Obama. You you can't put a price on the amount of enthusiasm. And those people, and our friend, someone that we both admire, I think, and, and respect, is Mark Halpern wrote. Yep. He likes to go by a campaign headquarters at night. And said, you know, you go to Sanders and there is enthusiasm and the volunteers can't do enough. They are committed 
absolutely 100% to the cause. Yeah. You you are certainly not going to get that in a Bloomberg we, situation. We haven't seen that no. on the Democratic side. Like you say, maybe Obama. I think Bernie's exceeding Obama's level yes. of, of what this is about. Yep. Um, and his timing of the issues he is projecting and the way he projects it. And John, you and I have talked about this, which is where I think a Bloomberg is just lost in this. I mean, Bernie, <laughs> whatever. The, it's a weird sauce, but it's kind of working, whether his age and his crankiness and, yeah. and, that, and, and the whole thing. Pointing. Yeah, just the, the way he even talks. Right. And, we and got news for them. <laughs> yeah. And never the way Larry David plays him. I think it's all come together. What you saw on, and we one, were texting one other thing that through, I, but I when do, you saw him on stage in Texas, yeah. people don't, that is hard to do. It's hard. He's yeah. got it. And he gets them and the wife is there and he, again, I'm not saying I would vote for him. He, or you support, I'm not supporting <laughs> But you can't deny when someone just is like a rocket ship. Here, here's a real simple difference. Bernie Sanders, when he gets on a stage, has never said the minimum wage should be $15 an hour. You know what he says? 15 bucks an hour. That's not asking to. You know what, John? That's right. That You know who that relates to? The guy who does your deli order at Stop and Shop. That's right. You yes. know, um, the guy who, you know, whatever, the mechanic, he, yeah. he'll say, oh, they won't even pay me 15 bucks an hour. That's right. And Bernie authentically spits that out. He Michael does. Bloomberg. <laughs> oh, God. He, he, he couldn't get to that. <laughs> Buttigieg talks more like a polished public speaker. Uh, if he, he ever says anything. So yeah. I, I just point to that because I, and as you say, and you've been really, really good at really cr- tracking this guy. A couple things I'm seeing this week, uh, and I think Halpern really touches on this he stuff. Does. Number one, the Democratic field and Bloomberg, I think this falls on deaf ears at this point. How do you keep making the case of electability against Bernie? Right. How, how do you keep saying there's no electability? The guy's like, hey, number one, you want to check out the wins I'm getting? Yeah, three and in a row. There are matchups in important states, and I do hope Team Trump is really watching this stuff because there are matchups that show it could be just name and excitement right now. Yep. Um, but I don't think, A, they can say, which Bloomberg and a couple of them, Bloomberg's push back to Bernie in that debate now almost seems laughable when, when he's saying, oh, this is nonsense. It's yeah. like, yeah, excuse me, but apparently millions of people don't think it's nonsense. Correct. So I don't know how they keep making the electability argument. Something about, and I want to come back to Elizabeth Warren, but just to touch on what you just said about uh, Team Trump. And folks, again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro, Donna Perry, Massachusetts Communication Consultant is in studio. You know, the entire basis, and you've heard me, I interviewed the Trump people, and it's the economy and people's 401ks and everything else. However, look at just, and we're going to have two personal experiences, and that is I'm looking at headline, World on Lockdown. Spread escalating. Yes. Stocks stay red. 10-year yield, another record low. Now, just within our own family, our sister, our beloved sister, uh, Rose, Rose Orlando, she had to come back early from the university in Vietnam where she's a teacher because they closed the university. In Europe, where your niece, my middle child, Kate DiPietro, was in Florence. Florence, NYU told the students in Florence, you have to leave abroad students, Europe, Italy right now. Rome is on lockdown where I was just a few months ago. The entire element that the, the Trump people are running from is that the economy is humming. If that starts to, and China is in trouble right now, if that starts to really slow down, 
you have now cut into what is the cornerstone of the reelection, and well, that's a problem. It's a problem. I mean, the stock market began the week a thousand point drop. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Number one, I do. I am concerned that the Trump administration, a is not prepared for this. They got right. a little bit of a tin air about talking about it. There's been reporting saying, typical of Trump in a way, J.D., and sometimes leaving a lot of important posts vacant could be catching up with them. Apparently, in the U.S. government, you know, the pe- there is usually a team and they are in charge of it the- if there's ever a public health scare. Mm. They've left that post empty. Oh, boy. Um, he, it's, I don't think people are believing he's got his arms around it. And I, it's, it's funny you say that because in recent days I was thinking about that, JD. I mean, there, there is situations and they've yet to face this where an unexpected world crisis gets thrown in the lap of an incumbent president. I would think go back to Jimmy Carter never could resolve the Iranian right. hostages. Excellent point. And those images were there. Yep. Now, it wasn't at re-election. George W. Bush, 45. Yeah. 9-11 just happened out of the sky. Yeah. Okay. They went into action. It wasn't on the eve of his re-election. But what I worry about with Trump, sometimes who he is listening to, I'm sorry, the door, Ivanka and Jared Kushner are not equipped to, like, really walk you no, through this, no. A. Uh, and his arrogance could be a problem and i i just think it's funny you say that this coronavirus um is one of those weird out of the blue ex- unexpected it starts way offshore in china okay you know and those are the kind of things the reason it could be a threat is a we really don't have our arms around it it no. seems like no one in the world is has leadership because the chinese have lied about the yes, source of they it have. um and i just think that it's also what could be hard for Trump if this thing, John, is going on through the summer? You know what? It's oh a dangerous boy. issue. People understand. Yes, that that's it is. where I that's would an say excellent point. you can have a ninth yep. grade education. You're going to know about this. That's right, and especially if you see what's going on right now in Italy, right? The canceling events now in the United States. Look at just what does March mean for a lot of people? March Madness. Are you going to go to all these basketball games where you have thousands of people? That could be interacting. You have baseball coming up. You have theme parks. On top of that, you have the conventions next summer. Is everyone going to be wearing masks well, at the conventions? That the great point. The optics of that. Remember yes. the gas lines of the seventies with Carter. Yes, those and right. that was way before social media. Optics. That's huge. Every night it was cars around the block that's to right. get gas. Um, that's part of what buried that guy. You're right. Um, Remember the odd even days? We were at Green Hill. Yeah. You know, if your license plate ended at an odd number, you went this day. America had never had that. Absolutely not. It spooked people, and you know what? They turned on their president. They did. And I would just say, so I think you were going to get to that. But um, Carl Rove was on one of the shows a couple of days ago. He was, um, and he's a big, deep Republican consultant. He's not in Trump's immediate circle, though. And he did make a couple of comments, not so much about Corona, but he said, and I hope Team Trump is understanding this. And um, and he was, anyway, he was just looking at the national map. He was also list, looking at how people apparently are listening to Bernie. Mm. And I, I think he was just trying to say, I don't know, like I hope they're paying attention. And you do wonder about this kind of a crazy issue. Now, J.D., if the market takes what, another 800-point drop? Yeah. Okay, yeah. people lose a couple of thousand bucks overnight. You they, do. 
And especially, um, I mean, I was at the rally in Manchester, and one of the things that gets the crowd going is when the president says, how's your 401k doing? (laughs) So now what is Bernie's big thing? And I want people to understand, neither one of us are in his camp, but you can't ignore what's going on. His biggest thing is health care. And then suddenly now, Italy is certainly not prepared for the coronavirus or anything like that. But health care, which is his cornerstone, um, we're going to come back to it. That could end up being really the deciding factor. Let me circle back to Elizabeth Warren. Where do you see her right now? What do you expect from her in, in going forward? Um, again, I thought she was done. And then suddenly she attacked Bloomberg. She she has almost an impossible path to get the nomination. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing people float. Maybe that would be the ticket, her and Bernie. I'm not convinced of that. But where do you see Elizabeth Warren right now? Well, as you say, it's helped her fundraise. She it has. But, you know, after very soon, and I think you're going to know where she is after Super Tuesday. Okay. You know, if she keeps placing fourth. Right. Um, polls have her in, you know, South Carolina, I believe she's actually fifth. Yeah. Biden, you know, okay, we'll get to that. But Biden could be at the last stand. And I, well, I think what happens after Super Tuesday for her does become, J.D., a decision for the team. Um, if she is, you know, pulling things away from Bernie, if she, I, I think what happens with some of this, it's a domino effect. Someone of the magnitude of her getting out would certainly make an Amy and Pete look like, well, what are you guys doing? Right. Now, so I think I've read, though, she had pledged to her supporters. She would, She has said words like, I'm going to stay in this till May. I don't know whether that's with the convention coming up. I know mm. I had read that. Not re- that, you know, she said that at the end of last year. Um, I think after Super Tuesday, though, people might say to Amy, what are you still doing in this? Yeah. And then the money dries up. Right. I mean, that's the difference. Yep. If they're at fifth, I-, I think we're about 10 days now. This is the pivotal turn of things. It is. Yeah. Um, and, and the question of can Bernie be stopped, I, I think, is is going to really, that's going to be front and center. I don't know how that happens um it, it after super tuesday we'll we'll really know but i don't i just don't think anyone else has built um the voter base that it's kind of obvious he's built right the one caution thing i want to say go ahead and i think i had mentioned this before i think when you break down who is his voter um i think it's being reported about 65% of his vote, though, is aged like 18 to 30. True. Now, yes. something to just keep in mind. Yep. And I think that gives fuel to the centrists and the James Carvilles and even Chris Matthews of the world yeah. who want to say, but guess what? That's not all of America. Right. Remember who votes in a primary and a certainly a caucus. That's just one thing I want to say about the caucuses, though, J.D. Those are activists sometimes. That's activists. Right. Yes. You very know, that's, much that's so. like a Rose. What's the guy? Aaron, etc. in Providence. I can't think of his name. Aaron. Ruggenberg. Aaron Ruggenberg. Well, that's yeah. the profile yeah. of who does a caucus. A Mayor Loiza, who's an activist. Right. Yes. You have to be fully 100 percent in. They are in. Right, they have like Bernie tattooed on their arm. But sixty-five percent of yes. his voters yep. are, not, are not over thirty years old. There's a right. lot of people in this country over fifty. But what did Nevada, Donna Perry, tell us about Biden's whole thing? Is supposed to be the union lane and also African Americans. Now, 
Biden, I, I know they said he had a strong second, but a lot of the union people went with Bernie Sanders. And he's really talking the union game up. Yes. Um, where I think this is could be perils. And I want to, before I come back, what do you make of the MSNBC coverage? Chris Matthews had to apologize. Uh, Carvel Matthews, they are the most outspoken. The people that are really knocking Sanders, they're not on Fox. They're not on CNN. As someone, you've worked in the media. It's very, very dramatic that people that are that high profile, and they are coming right out. Chris Matthews even said the Democrats may want to watch Sanders lose, get four more years of Trump to reclaim the party. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that, you know, there's probably a division even within their network because yeah. you have a lot of producers and people who are 27. Yes. And let's be honest, they they have hosts like a Chris Hayes now who, yeah. you know, he's kind of carefully and people are conscious of their job and their position. Yep. So he's not trying to say, hey, Chris Matthews, you're older guy, you're wrong. Um, but I do think that that there's tension between those camps that, and, and et cetera, some of the coverage. I do want to point something out that um, their investigative guy, this is more of an online report, Ken Delanian and one of the other guys, I thought had to me, and it might have been only posted in the past two days, I thought it kind of broke the dam of media not giving tough coverage of Bernie. I thought it was a devastating piece. It's online. Um, I saw it through Twitter, but Ken Delanian went through a very detailed article of who and who Bernie has been for his full adult political life, J.D. And here's why I think it's significant. It has to go with the demographics of age of the voter, especially if you get to the general election and he's their nominee. Ken Delanian, uh, they put up some really tough stuff, and I think they... They pointed out it wasn't just that Bernie has had like a flirtation with, oh, you know, the socialist uh, health care program of, say, Denmark, which sounds like, oh, very friendly European. OK, they talked about his hardcore, not just Castro. Uh, he went down to Nicaragua uh, in the 80s yeah. when Americans had people die, could have been in their own family. Mm. We made a decision there and we we waged, you know, that war with the guerrillas, etc., um, obviously, his his praise for Castro is controversial. Yes. The way it's been reported this week, I say that JD because again, I will. Everyone in America is not thirty, and they're not you know kind of a hipster driving an Uber and says I love all Bernie's ideas. I think that is a little bit of where you get the Chris Matthews point of view. They've been around campaigns; they know that. Um, and I just think that they are looking at this bigger picture. But the Kendallanian piece, to me, was the first major print thing yeah. I have seen where they're just questioning how that is going to resonate when, let's be honest, the Republicans are not even fired up yet. And when right. they're sending mailers yeah. to every household and people 68 and older who do read their physical mail... And they say, yep. this is who this guy really, really is. Because um, his ideas are very, very extreme. Right. And if people, I think we both agree, Donna Perry, he has not been fully vetted from the media the way not some of the have in some way. Where do you think, where, does Donna, where do you see the Biden campaign right now? Now, they felt he did a strong second. He was better in the debate. It seems he obviously has to either win or do very, very strong in um in south carolina it, it it's it seems to be a dynamic of who's going to be the moderate 
that's going to continue to try to stop Bernie Sanders. And in that contest, I will say, if you are a strategist getting nervous, you might think a Buttigieg is better than Biden. Huh. Buttigieg is real polished on the stage. Yes. And I think what he just did to Amy in the debate yeah. paid, made some people pay attention. He yep. showed he's capable of landing a blow. I just think they're, Biden is going to bungle any good line they give him. He is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. And, and I he still don't, can't keep things straight. You know Every what, time you see him, you're kind of cringing a little bit. And I'm not even in the camp. He, he is not no. capable of taking Bernie out. You know, John, he's kind of waging a 1994 campaign. A lot of Bernie supporters, they weren't even born yet. No. And also with Biden, you see why people in the party reached out to Bloomberg and were welcoming him in because he's just not built for it. Based on what you've seen and filed so far, do you see any indication that Bloomberg could end up continuing on and truly being what we thought he was going to be? Because I think that debate, I don't think he gets past it. I think that he has a lot of issues. He's in the wrong party. They're never going to accept him. Right. Well, like, I mean, you're right. I mean, maybe it almost looks like could he have primaried Trump? I yes. mean, more than this fake campaign of Weld in Massachusetts oh, doing yeah. nothing, walking around. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think he. it's not the moment. It's not where the no. vote is. Um, I I do think if someone wants to break this down, and this is a little bit what Karl Rove was saying, though, uh, maybe a Buttigieg can have the way to handle this. I don't see Bloomberg, the way they're coaching him, I don't see it. I, I do see vulnerabilities for Bernie, and no one is really going at it. I also would yeah. refer to something called fracking. And where yeah. the reason that matters, John, a lot of what Bernie's energy comes from is is about people saying we're deprived we don't have this we don't have that okay there are also people in important battleground states pennsylvania ohio you know what the fracking industry over the last six years has given guys who were in rundown towns john they now have a seventy five thousand dollar year job yes okay so you you saying the fracking industry is the enemy yep and that's what rove was talking about too I don't know why one of them, and again, Biden would bungle the line, but I don't know why Bloomberg, he should go to those kinds of things. I've said this, too, on Twitter or whatever. I think middle-class suburban uh, school family parents would like to understand Bernie favors legalizing almost all drugs, drugs. including heroin. Yes. You know, so open-ear needle use. Gee, in our country... Where we have spent billions fighting opioids. Yeah. How many uh, suburban American families are half destroyed? They got a 28-year-old in their family, and the guy's been on pills and all this other stuff. I don't know why they're not going to that part of Bernie's record. You know, forget, okay, it's a label. It, socialism, I think it's just a, it's a silly thing to get fixated on. Talk about those issues. But right. I don't see the Bloomberg campaign understanding how to do that and like you say even if Buttigieg could land the blow he doesn't really have the money I don't think no to go at it he also has no support within African Americans for a variety of different things it'd be interesting to watch how he if he goes after Biden the way uh, he went after Klobuchar yeah but looking at the larger picture I just think with Bloomberg there are some things for instance Elizabeth Warren she has found her footing on the attack and hitting him on those NDAs, the non-disclosure. I don't think between that and stop and frisk, 
I don't think he has the right answers, meaning it's not as if you have to kind of polish it a little bit. We've talked about how Biden, after all these months, still doesn't have an answer about his son, Hunter Biden. I don't think Bloomberg, there are some things you, you, you just can't find an answer on. She's going to hit him more on these allegations of the NDAs. I don't think that ever goes away. Yeah. I think he's in the wrong party. Yeah, I, and I think th- I think they handled stop and frisk wrong from the beginning. Yes. I don't think it's See, I don't think I think it's complex and yeah. I think you can say, "Hey, listen, we were saving the lives, guess what?" of a lot of minorities in tough neighborhoods right. when 90% of the data why I yeah. can say this well, how come know. they can and God you totally dropped <laughs> the ball on the whole thing but like just say listen it's law enforcement that knows if you don't get a gun out of that kid's hand you know who's going to be the victim another 19 year old black kid that's right I'm sorry that it's a tough conversation but that would be the answer I mean to keep saying he's sorry he said he's sorry that that sounds like you didn't like RSV to a cocktail party yeah. <laughs> like, it's just i don't think it's strong enough there he's putting people on cnn just saying he said he was sorry it's so lame jd they they do not know how to handle that issue they don't but also i mean the new york times donna perry had a story bloomberg they they tried to prepare him and then they're trying to say he just dropped it see i don't think and, and you and i both I, I think agree. It is. It's listen. It's just. It's not something you could just instantly turn on. Not right? at all. We know he's seventy eight years old. He's got sixty billion dollars. This is not. I, I have no reason to believe he is suddenly going to be Magic Mike on the stage. This no. is not going to happen. Sanders. This is how many rallies, town halls, other debates. Yeah. You. It takes a while to get in that type of condition. There, you can't just automatically, no. they're going to reprogram. And that's the arrogance. I mean, you know, they're like thoroughbreds. Bernie at right now yep. is like a thoroughbred train horse, you know, in, in, in racing at Syracuse. And this is like, you know, they, they're, you know, barely gone around the track at all. So I, I don't see in this context them being able, or I certainly don't see Bloomberg taking him out no and i think that's why the democrats are kind of going in circles around it jd and i don't know you know there's two sides to it because there is a sense from again the longtime political operatives who are by the way i mean chris matthews that that's a pretty liberal guy yes but they've seen issues where it can be one small thing and keep this in mind though about the larger electorate again who's over 40 years old that, I think that's what they're saying. Um, Tip O'Neill used to say this years ago. He, he didn't just say all politics is local, J.D. He knew the average voter. They can go in there. It can be the smallest, what to us might seem a stupid reason. Yep. The guy could be in Pennsylvania and say, you know what? I have that new job. This guy would take it away. I'm not with this guy. That's right. I'll go back to Trump. Yes. And the guy could be a union guy who maybe wasn't always Trump, Trump, Trump. Right. So, you know, I think that's what they're trying to say. Bernie, however, has a there is still a limited. I think there's a limited base if you go by the age. Now, he continues to keep saying we are multiracial. We're multigenerational. I don't see the multigenerational part. No. Obviously, he's done a good job. Um, multiracial, multiracial. So, but I don't know if they're multigenerational. At least him saying that, though, I'm not sure that's going to matter. And I don't know if anyone is going to stop it. I just, I just don't know what their who their play, who their play is. Who's the dragon slayer? 
you know, Bloomberg, it, it, I just don't see it coming together with him. There was a piece in the New York Times, the billionaire election. Does the world belong to them or does it belong to us? And he talked about on that debate stage in Nevada, the word billionaire came up more than China. It came up more than immigration. It came up more than climate. The uh, The whole preface of this piece in the New York Times in the Sunday paper, Sunday New York Times, was in this election, um, you know, the, the whole element of billionaire where you have Steyer, you have Trump, you have obviously Bloomberg, you have Elizabeth Warren that is uh, rallied, railed against them. You have uh, Bernie Sanders who wants to outlaw them. And I like the question that the um, author of the article put forward, and that would be if you could ask a question, raise your hand if you want fewer billionaires. And then the same question applied to millionaires. would be very revealing. Raise your hand if you want there to be more billionaires at the end of your presidency. I'm going to come back to the ballooning anti-billionaire settlement. There was a great piece about, and I think, and, and I know you and I have talked about it, but I believe it is this attitude out there of soak the rich tax plan to take hold in the entire Democrat field. And this is what I think that Bernie does very masterful is he explains it as if, those people have all this wealth. It's just sitting out there, and it's not fair. I don't think when people – the Trump people say – and you heard I had one of them on who just kept saying it's a socialist. socialist. I don't think that means anything no. to people. There's people sitting there. He's talking about the drug companies. He's talking about hedge funds. He's talking about Wall Street. He's talking about people that have huge amounts of wealth that is just sitting there. I think people start to shake their head and say, that's right. Why do they have all that money? Right. 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 And, and, and there is a sense of there is a lot of people in America. They do feel like they're drowning financially. Yes. yes. Um, you know, they don't make enough money. Yep. They see escalating property taxes and, and the cost of technology, which cost didn't ex- exist when we were young. That's and the right. cost of health care. Yep. And they know what it's like to have your insurance company say, no, sorry, you know, um, you got to do this copay you weren't expecting. You know, look, I, I don't dispute that people feel that way and you're right bernie has masterfully and because he's also going unanswered um and what i do a little worry is you know trump when trump is at a rally he he has in no way been tested to have real concise logical answers on these nitty-gritty because he is kind of a top-down guy yes doesn't bother with the details he's just got the force of his personality so you know whether I mean, a Bernie Trump going at it would be one for the ages. I think so. I think so. And I, I'm going to come back to, yeah. let's just say if he continues the nomination, because they're going to hit everything they can between now and Super Tuesday. Because he takes Texas, he takes California. I don't see these people that are going to deny him at the convention. It, how, how could you deny him? Yeah, you'd have a riot. No party. You'd yeah. have a riot on your hands. Yeah. But what I look at is the fact that he was able to get those union workers in Nevada to come on board. And a huge part of the Trump campaign, as you know, well, how did he beat Hillary? It was Pennsylvania, it was Michigan, the Rust Belt. Huge union workers, right? They didn't go with Hillary, they're with Trump. But I don't think their support is solid. I think much the way we saw, you know, yeah, there were Reagan Democrats, but they could certainly swing the other way. You can't yeah. depend on them. If Biden can't depend on them, then I would argue that President Trump can't depend on them. And the other thing I still contend, I don't think... 
people recognize. I look at, I, I think people in our country, a lot of people don't want to work hard. They sure. just don't. Right. There are some, you're forced to work hard. But look just in Rhode Island, the people that want what they consider a cushy state job, the amount of people that are out on some kind of flimsy disability, right, or TDI fraud, or the legalization of marijuana, the gambling that goes on. If somebody is coming along and saying, we're going to take this money and, and nobody, you're not going to have to break your back in order to just survive. I think that is very attractive to a lot of people. Yeah, and and the thing is, um, there is a, a generation. Yes, of, like their sensibility is just on debt. You know, it they is. they know their parents are like, oh, we're taking all these loans out. Now you're at a college, but God knows who the heck's going to pay all this back. They may have seen in their own family. When you talk about people who are twenty, they they may have seen. You know, oh, dad or mom lost their job, this, that. Somebody has had another issue uh, and all this borrowing and everything else. I also think what is a vulnerability that's really going to get bigger for Trump, J.D., despite his talk about we're going to bring the jobs back, they're in those vulnerable states, and you just named them, there's a sense, I don't know that he delivered on that. Yeah. If you're in run down corners of Ohio. Yep. Did he deliver the jobs? I'm not sure. Right. I mean, they have been so caught up unfairly for them in these endless investigations. And I, you can make that case, but that doesn't help the guy, a lunch bucket guy in a corner of Pennsylvania. You know, they, they don't care that you had to deal with unfair right. investigations. That's right. All they know is you kept saying, Trump, you're going to bring the jobs back. And that's all I'm saying. The the danger for them, as you say, J.D., right now, Bernie owns the argument. He does. And he's very effective at it. And you heard. Real effective. You heard. I had one of the Trump people calling up on the show. And they just, they go through this laundry list. But it's. To me, it's just noise. They're not saying anything. Yeah. They're not reaching. The words, I, I say, you know, if you and I go to work mall and start talking to people about socialism, they think social media or it's someone who's social. <laughs> yes. Like, it doesn't, you know, people don't understand no. that. As you, we've said, the New York Times, they had to stop using the word quid pro quo because they felt most of the readers didn't know what the word No, they don't know pro, Latin. Right. You know, so. you to people that don't want things for free, go to an open bar and tell people like it's on the company how people react like right, that. Right. Bernie's promising everything for free. Right. And you've been screwed. And it's Wall Street and it's this one, it's the billionaires. And I can see people starting to nod. And 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 what is it? Today, if you live in Rhode Island and you have to you're a self-business person, you have to insure your family, Ken Block posts this on Twitter. It's twenty five thousand dollars. Healthcare, it holds people hostage in a job. Listen, neither you, neither you and I want um, universal, free, as he says, healthcare for all. Yeah. As you say, have people wait at the registry of motor vehicles and decide if that's what you want a hospital to look like. You want the government to run but that? How many people that are young, they don't even buy health insurance because they don't think they're going to get sick. So, and or, their pe- pa- or their, pa- or their, their parents, parents have a type So they don't have a sensibility about I it. I think when he starts to explain it, he is not to be... Now, I want to touch on a couple... He's not to be underestimated. A couple of the topics. Ted Nisi touched on this and your thought on it. I heard that Governor Amundo, the day after the debate, I think a lesson was learned on her early endorsement of Bloomberg... If she had to do it over again, would it really have hurt to wait one week to watch him on the debate stage? I, I've heard that 
they've already like, oh, my God, what did we do? I mean, in hindsight, why not wait one more week? There's no way you endorse him, meaning uh, Ramundo for Bloomberg, after you saw that debate. Well, and it's certainly the, <laughs> I mean, when the line of attack is so uh, sort of against, you know, the a good uh, work environment for women, yeah. when the line of attack from Warren was really more than stop and frisk, it was much more about non-disclosure agreements. Yep. Uh, we're now talking about this within uh, two days of, you know, um, Harvey Weinstein has been, you know, That's found right. yes. guilty. Yes. Uh, that doesn't play well for no. them. That brings this whole topic. I'm not saying that there's a correlation of uh, Bloomberg's no, environment. I understand, but they put him in the it, same umbrella. It brings there are photos it back. of Bloomberg with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there, it brings the topic back and back. So you're right. I think for uh, Ramondo. Um, you know, maybe the political instinct should have been wait a little longer. One more week. She jumped yeah. after seeing uh, Biden in Iowa. And then, like, what else do you think about? Um, we learned yesterday, Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, it's been rumored, but mm -hmm. she made it official. She is going to challenge uh, Speaker Mattiello. Channel 12 reported that Steve Frias, and both of us know Stephen like him, he said, listen, I'm going to support her. I'm not going to jump in. She's not going to have a primary. Um, I'd like your your thoughts, Donna Perry, on Barbara and Fenton Fung on challenging. Well, Speaker I think um, I I think that she is fresh, energetic. Uh, I think that's very good for Cranston. And I would a little bit disagree with you that even if he is dethroned, yep. I think it's great to see someone like that go in, get in the mix. Um, you know, I think that is is nice for Alan Fung, who yes. works has worked True. for years and did True. try to be the governor. So um, I think you know these things tend to ha take a long time to play out. So I think it's yeah. to her advantage. Um, Mattiello is not going to be dethroned, you know, next month. We know how the court. I, I, I know don't it's know about that. well, or maybe, but I'm just saying, why not? I think it's good to let her just announcing gives her that window to start saying everything that's been wrong with his leadership yep. and the corrupt, you know, the corruptness. I, I also want to say... Um, I want to just clarify. Sure. Uh, what I was saying was when it was Frias against Mattiello, you know, Channel 10, uh, 12 would do a debate. Other people wanted it. If it's Barbara and Fenton Funk, I totally agree with you. I think it's a smart move. I think it's a shrewd move where she's picking. Yeah. I'm just saying if it's her against... He's forced from office, and now it's just a no-name Democrat. It doesn't have the same as being the Oh, absolutely, That's yeah. What I mean. It loses the weight but, of that. But follow up on what you want to yeah, say. Yeah, and I, and I just think Sus Yankee's statement is yes. really good and on point. Yeah. Because I think they've reached that point, John, where the people want... that. That's always the death knell. If If people want to step away from you yes. and say, I don't want to be too close to this. Yep. This looks too... Uh, you know the investigation. If it's if it's getting around the noose, is getting around the neck. I think Bi she's Biden right. didn't want his endorsement, and that woman from Maine that sent the money back. Yeah. That that is true. Um, before we let you go, what do you have any uh, notes or any issue that you want to bring attention to? <laughs> well, I I would just say that I do think it is time for the for the reporters though to to not you know to do a little more journalism yeah. on the Bernie's full yes. record. Yeah. Um, I just think it, it has really not been out there, and now it's time. And the one I want to just play, I don't know if you heard, I just before I let you go, uh, this morning on CNN, the Bloomberg people have made the decision to just fully go after him. Listen to, this is senior advisor Tim O'Brien goes on with um, CNN, Allison Camerata, and listen to what he says and listen to her reaction now. Now, this is the first time we've heard, this is not about 
can't afford or anything else. Listen to him describing Bernie Sanders. He's risen in the polls because of his track record. Bernie has all of this loopy stuff in his background saying things like, you know, uh, women get cancer from having too many orgasms or toddlers should run around naked and touch each other's genitals to insulate themselves from porn. Why has this stuff not been more surfaced? He's written about women's rape fantasies. That hasn't been surfaced. That's the loony side of Bernie. The policy side of Bernie. You know, right. that is that <laughs> as much as that it actually has been out on what they would say is conservative websites like Breitbart, okay. the Daily Wire, things like that. But her reaction, and you're exactly right, she's also now getting slammed online for that information about him has been out there. They have just chosen not to go after it. Yeah, but I if that is the strategy oh, and the line of attack though, yeah. I think that doesn't do any service to Bloomberg either. Right. I mean, I, I just agree. It, it, it let, doesn't. He's the wrong one. Yeah, it's, that type of stuff should come from the media. Yeah. yeah, and and then her acting like she's never heard it. I know. But then on the other hand, <laughs> she, who knows? I mean, she didn't have enough coffee to, at that point oh doing her God, interview. Allison. But Tim O'Brien, I would just say, although he's a media regular person, I don't know that. John, it's amazing how these people don't see the optics. That's right. why they're not going to go anywhere they're with this. They're not. That he, is dead on arrival. I hate to say he should have a, a Latino female delivering bloom, it. Say, but just in general as yes. a spokesperson. Yeah. Saying this Excellent guy has point. been good for right. jobs. Yes. And no offense, but, you know, you don't. Tim O'Brien, I don't I see know. that's advancing no, it. No, it's not. Donna Perry, great job. Great I'll to be here. Again, folks. folks, I want to remind you about Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You can get a free same-day estimate if you text Jared at 617-2585. Check them out on Facebook. Now, listen, as the weather is getting warmer, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Same day, you can take a picture. And what are we talking about outside on your home or your business? You have that, the uh, algae and the bacteria. Get rid of it. Get rid of the green stuff. Soft washing is the low-pressure system. It won't harm the surface. And combined with a biodegradable chemical, it removes that terrible algae and the all, as I call it, the mildew. The staining, the dust, other debris, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Find them on Facebook, but call them, well, text them actually at 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Listen, maybe you thought that some of the algae and the mildew, maybe you thought that it would die in you know the wintertime with the cold weather. It doesn't. It just lies dormant. It's Bethel Soft wash, Bethel certified soft wash, free same day text estimate. Text them, and especially what's so great is on your phone. I here's what I would do I would go outside. If you have, say, some of that algae mildew on the side of your home or your garage, your building, take a picture with your phone and then text Jared at six at 401 617 2585. Say, My name is whoever, Harry, and this is what the side of my house looks like or my garage or my building, outdoor surface, and then he'll give you a same-day estimate. You just text him, 401-617-2585, Bethel Certified Soft Wash, and also check them out on Facebook. It's John DePietro. We're going to be joined by Susie Yankee of the uh, head of the Republican Party in Rhode Island, the latest on the Mattiello controversy, a lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. I'm on the road and my ride is going. 
At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. This portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by Gilmore Furniture. Hey, listen, the President's Day sale continues. Gilmore Furniture, stop in Post Road in Warwick. You can call Steve at 737-0100. What's on sale? How about a brand new living room set for your home? Well, you can get it at Gilmore Furniture or a brand new recliner or a brand new mattress. And at Gilmore, they also have the double-sided flip mattresses. Everything is on sale. The President's Day sale extended at Gilmore Furniture. Free delivery. And up to five years, no interest. Remember, it's solid American-made furniture. Gilmore Furniture. Call Steve, 737-0100. How about for your home? Living rooms, recliners, mattresses, all on sale. Stop in and see them right off Route 37, right down the street from TF Green Airport, across from where Ann and Hope used to be. Gilmore Furniture Post Road in Warwick. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media, media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. 2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, remember, listen, you're trying to run your business, but you need help. You need MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA professionals. What can they help you with? Well, they can help you with staffing. If you need workers, drivers, certified help. Part-time, full-time, even weekend work. Local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics. How about skilled labor, office professionals? You know, with MEGA professionals, they can also help you. Let's just say you need help as far as staffing, as far as um, health care and project managers, warehouse workers. They have it all. They'll help you out. It's MEGA. Call them MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today at 
1-508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. John DePietro, uh, folks, thanks for tuning in. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go right until 2. It's AM 1380. If you ever miss any portion of the show, you just go to the website, dipietro.com, click on radio show, radio shows, and then, boom, you can listen to it right there. It's all in a library uh, type of forum. And also, remember, you can always listen live um, at the... Uh, website as well. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Do you need a plumber? Do you have a plumbing emergency? Is there something wrong maybe with your pipes or maybe a drain repair and maintenance? Call Victor Courts, C-O-R-T-S, at Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Call them today, 401-714-8478. Family-run business over 20 years. Professional, reliable, and ready to serve the needs of your family. Fully licensed and insured, serving the people of Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Call them, 714-8478, especially, for crying out loud, if you live in Cumberland. Call Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Victor is just tremendous. 401-714-8478, Courts Plumbing of Cumberland, 714 714- Eight four seven eight. So we are going to speak with uh, Susie Yankee, who's the head of the Republican Party. I'm so glad they continue to turn up the heat on Speaker Mattiello. And um, what else? The the um, situation. We'll also give you the latest. The situation with the coronavirus. It's it's getting worse, not better. And if you follow some of the coverage, the battle seemingly is really going to be to try to stop it and contain it in the United States. Now, obviously, we can't do anything about Italy. And the way that it is spreading overseas, obviously, now some people say, well, Juan, I'm not planning on going to South Korea or Iran. I I understand that. But it's certainly, it's going to affect the world markets. Look what it's already doing. China. China, it is completely out of control in China. And they're starting to use the word pandemic. This could be devastating to our country, uh, to the world economy, if this is not get under control. In China, of course, of course, um, they're not being truthful. I mean, there are reports online. I played that interview of a woman who's saying in China, they are burning people alive that are still alive, breathing. They have it. They're just trying to corner it off. All right. The power hours next. It's John DiPietro. Stay with us. Um, A lot more ahead, plus your phone calls at 766-1380. A lot more ahead right here. Keep it right here on the John DePietro Show. WNRI, Woonsocket, W236CW, W260DC. WNRI.